Hello and welcome to Beers Without Frontiers episode 21. Today I'm joined by Vicky. Hello. And Charles. Hello. Uh, in this episode we're going to be focusing on the recent Indieman beer convention, our hoppy excursions and what's been happening in the world of modern beer over the last few weeks. But firstly, as usual, we've got a mystery beer to drink. So uh, let's get it cracked open. First thing that struck me straight away, there's a black ring tab. Yeah. On, on the top of the can. Yeah. So does that already tell you yeah. who it is? Has that then narrowed it down? Uh, we've got so, a date of best before 2202.20. Okay. So, is that giving you any clues? I don't know. I'm thinking what are, what are the, what sort of hop, you know, for a hoppy beer, would, it, would, it, would they put six months maybe? Depends from brewery to brewery though, doesn't it? Okay. What's it pouring yeah. as? Okay. Oh. Definitely not a stout. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely pouring pale. And what glasses are we pouring into? Well, there was only one thing we could do, and it was use our leftover Indie Man glasses. Indeed, which all seem to have made it home in one piece, despite being a very dainty uh, stemmed tasting glass. Yeah. Um, third measures. Um, so they've gone back to the style they had the year before last. Oh, that would be the, the year that we didn't go. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. I've learned to live with it. So, um, what were the glasses wet like last year then? Were they the so domed they were, ones? They were like mini tekus, weren't They're they? They're like those uh, ones on the shelf behind you. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. For the listener, this will be really helpful, won't it, for me to look behind, at the shelf behind me. But there we go. This is quality so, podcasting. So, the beer's poured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got pretty much a golden, slightly hazy beer. Nice bit of head to it. it smelled very fruity on the pour. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, mm. that is pretty fruity. Fruity, very fruity. fruity. Yeah. Um, on the nose, I'd say it's definitely a, a a pale or an IPA. I'm thinking. Shall we go in for the let's, taste? Let's, let's let's have a taste. Cheers. Cheers. Oh yeah, just just for anyone listening, I probably didn't mention this, but I picked the mystery beer this time, uh, yes. so I know what it is, and Vicky and Charles don't know what it is at all. Yeah, that's. Uh, what are we thinking? This is some. Is, I'm going to say there's some kind of a saison edge to it, rather okay. than it being a hoppy beer, straight up hoppy beer. There might mm. be hops within the beer, but um, it's quite citrusy for me. A um, little bit. There's a bit of a f- sort of yeast ester going on, like some kind mm-hmm. of a funky thing. Yep. I was getting slightly more of that on the nose and I definitely but for me it's all it's on quite, the nose and then there's not an awful lot on the palate it's quite dry for me yeah, it's absolutely. medium dry it's kind yeah. of uh, it's definitely not sweet uh, for me it's slightly dry um, yeah a bit of head scratcher okay, okay so, uh, <laughs> exactly a bit of a head scratcher and it's a 440 so it can't be rule some people out but um, well it rules out most Regional yeah. local breweries, um, yeah, yeah. So that rules that out. So it's definitely four forty. Somebody um, more contemporary. Siren, Siren cans—they've been doing them all in three thirty, haven't they? Correct. So it's, it's no, not, but they've been not. doing specials in the four forty. Um, but they're not. Are they painted? Aren't they're they kind painted? of like etched onto the can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is just this we've is just a, got a label. A, we've just got a removed. shell yeah. that has had a label on it. Um, yeah. That's, 
Hmm. Oh, has cast, <laughs> cast our minds back to all the uh, cans we've seen recently in the bottle shop of like how many have got black um, black tabs <laughs> rather than the silver. Uh, it's really refreshing. Mm. Whatever it is, it's mm. super super drinkable. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, in terms of that, let's mm. let's start off then. So uh, ABV. Uh, I'm going to say quite light on that one. I'm going to say. 3.5. Okay, you're going in with 3.5%. Okay. I think it's got a little bit more. I think it's probably... A bit more body It's light. More. It's probably four and a half to five, maybe. I've been... By the way, I've been way out on these missions. <laughs> yeah. I've been found out as a fraud, so... Um, so, this so could you want, go. you want to nail your colours to the mast <laughs> on a particular percentage? I'm going to say five. five I'm going to pin it down on a slightly higher wow. ABV. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, five percent. Right. Um, the next category is style. A um, little bit difficult to nail, I suppose. Um, I'm just going to say pale ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean... Pale ale. There's something else going on with the yeast. It's just giving it an interesting element that I'm kind of put my finger on. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say it's something like a Belgian pale ale. Belgian pale. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Brewery is the next one. Mm-hmm. Next category is brewery. Um, as we've done before, sometimes I feel it's better to maybe come back to that after we've sort of done the other stuff because it's probably the hardest thing to nail, isn't it? Mm. So, any particular uh, flavours? Um, flavours. Or do you want to go in for what hops it's got? Um, we say flavours. I mean, I'm getting sort of almost like a straw sort of flavour. Yep. Citrus. Straw and citrus. Uh, yeah. That sort of tasting that. I mean, it's... Yeah, might again, probably going to be way off on this, but yeah, that's what I'm getting. What about you, Vicky? I'm getting more kind of melon and... Um, melon? Okay, okay. And just kind of... Yeah, just those kind of fruits. That kind of... Okay. Yeah. Soft fruit and kind of... Yeah. Stone fruits? It's quite peachy. Maybe. Can yeah. I add peach? Can I add peach? You can add peach into your <laughs> plethora of flavours. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to stick with melon. Peachy. You're going to stick with melon? Okay, that's cool. Mm. Um, other categories we have up for grabs here are hops and adjuncts. Super difficult. I, I don't think there's any adjuncts. I thought he was going to say, I don't think there's any hops. <laughs> there's <laughs> yeah. definitely hops. There's definitely hops. There's definitely some hops. <laughs> They're definitely probably more than likely to be American hops. Um, or are they if it's a Belgian pale? I've said it's a Belgian pale, but it's going to be US hops. Does that work? <laughs> it's a US Belgian hybrid. <laughs> it's somewhere, somewhere over the Atlantic, somewhere. <laughs> yeah. um, Greenland. <laughs> I was going to say it's brewed yeah. right, yeah, brewed in the middle of the, um, the Atlantic. Um, I'd, I'm going to go. Some of the old favourites, maybe. What fuggles? Yeah. No, not that old. <laughs> um, I'm going to say cit- I'll probably just say citra and citra. be kind of safe. I, I mean, I can't. It's so hard to pin pin down the hops. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not. And I'm going to say mochaweka. Okay. Mochaweka. <laughs> New Zealand hop. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any adjuncts? I said no. No adjuncts, right? No, I'm no. not really. Right. 
Copycat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he nearly said correct there, didn't he? Does that mean yeah. that there aren't any adjuncts or? So we've got, <laughs> what was I bluffing? We've got, we've got something right. Yeah. So uh, down to brewery. So it's really oh, a case God. of what brewery can you think of that's producing a beer brewery. like this in a four forty mil can with a wraparound label um, with a sticker label rather than a wraparound a paint, rather than a painted can. Yeah. Who does the who does the black ring pulls? I know, that's, that's what I'm thinking. That's what's like, really getting me with this one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing that you just never pay attention to until there's one staring in your face. It's the only thing that you've got to give away what might help who the producer is. <sighs> yeah. Um, hmm. Could it, be, could it be someone outside of the UK that we just haven't really seen much of um, in the bottle shops? Um... Also, I'm thinking, like, where have you been? Yes. You've been up to Manchester. We know, we know, we know mm-hmm. that. Yep. Have you been to somewhere like Beer Moss, maybe? Yeah. Has he been there? Who knows? Who knows? Well, you'd think I'd have an advantage, but I don't. I remember him, you being out and about one day this week. The can turned then, up in the house without his label on. Let's put it like yeah, that. Yeah, and I remember you saying, I've now got the mystery beer, but can I remember where on earth you you were said you were that day now? I'm, so that's not helping me either. I'm actually going to pass on it. I don't think I want to even guess, because I don't think I even can guess. <laughs> okay, we'll, can we'll I take just, you out of that category. I'm just going to remove myself from the category. Oh, okay. I just yes. cannot, I wouldn't even be able to guess. Okay. Uh, Vicky, and gonna... just for the sake of just saying something then I'll just say um, Black Iris Black Iris okay are you allowed to say if you have you had this beer have we had this beer before do you think I personally haven't had this beer before okay I'm not that narrows sure. it down yeah and <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure whether you've had it before or not okay I thought okay. maybe you might have checked See no, 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 I'm not that organised. I'm not that organised. <laughs> it was just so wherever you were, you just went, oh, that'll, that's, that's interesting, mm-hmm. that'll do. So you're ready for the, the so unveiling, we'll be, I suppose. Are we ready for the big reveal, then? Okay, the big dun, reveal. Dun, 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 dun. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> find the label. Okay, we've got a label here. It's a black label. There we go. And now it's stuck to something else. <laughs> this is not going well. Uh, right, so... The beer in question is from Northern Monk. Ah, Northern it's in Monk. Northern Monk. Northern Monk, and it is called the, um, it's Great, great up, up North. North. It's the Pale Ale. It's the Pale Ale. It uh, is um, basically a four and a half percent Pale Ale um, that, I don't know if, exclu- if it's exclusive to supermarkets, but I picked it up at Morrison's for yeah. an absolute oh. steal. That's uh, where you were. Remember yes. now. <laughs> so, so you were you, go. you you got that actually got your shopping. Yes, because oh. I was panicking a little bit. I thought, oh, it's my turn to get a mystery beer, and I haven't got one yet. And I'll buy this as a placeholder mystery beer uh, in case I see something kind of maybe a bit more intriguing. Not yeah. this in the beer at all, because I think it's a really good beer. It's very very drinkable. Like I was saying, but I mean, I I know I sort of said it how drinkable it is. It's it's uh, it is quite dry. Um, so actually. Just, so on the label, it doesn't say actually what hops mm. are in it, which is... Um, yeah, how are we going to score that? Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Gonna, in yeah. terms of ABV, you uh, get that one, Charles, because yes. um, you were half a percent out. 
Um, as regards it, Belgian pale. Um, oh, it was pale ale. It, it's, it's pale. You get that bit. I get, you both said pale. Um, brewery I, I left out. Did, what yep. did, yeah. Well, I said pressure drop. Do we need to look this up on Untapped and actually find out what they say, what hops are in it? I don't know whether or not um, that not information it, is, is exactly, on Untapped Exactly, if they've anyway. not put it on the can, do they... It, so it's one of their... Is this one of the core beers that they do? Yeah, I get the impression that this is... Um, I mean, I got it from Morrison's and... Uh, Weren't they the first supermarket that um, Northern Monk went into, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, Cans of Eternal and... um, New World. New World went into uh, Morrison's. And then there was another beer... um, What was the Yorkshire one called? Um, Um, Don't mess with Yorkshire. That was it. That was was there as well? In Morrison's? Um, I can't remember. I I think it was just this one. And then and they, they might have had it before that they released this it yeah, up north. I don't know whether this is like a successor to that one. And then for some bizarre reason, there also Neapolitan Pale turns up in Morrison's, the ice yeah. cream beer, um, in their little three thirty mil cans, which is um, pretty incredible to to think that yeah. that's in yeah in in a supermarket accessible beer. You know, yeah. I don't know how much of it they shift. It's quite a strange uh, beer. I like it, but yeah, no, it's good. Um, I mean, unfortunately. On untapped style guide just says pale ale American. They've not put any other taste oh, notes. That's or really like not that. on, is it? They obviously, to... and this the so when so, people put their tasters in, is that their I've, tasting I've, notes in? I have there? actually found it. Ah. So there's a commercial description of it. Northern ah. Monk, it's great up north. Yep. Um, always striving to champion where we're from. We brewed this easy drinking pale in tribute to the, all the great session beers of Northern England. Featuring a small oat addition in the grist, the beer is hopped with Equinot yeah. and Mosaic. Oh, Mosaic. For a refreshing citrus. Yeah. There we go. Citrus. Character. Yeah. yeah, you say citrus. Um, and that. Yeah, so there we go. So, um, yeah. Because yeah, a lot of the flavour profile on Untapped is going on about grapefruit peel. Hmm. I was saying, obviously, melon. but It was yeah, quite melony. Kind of- um, there was some melon. Yeah, but quite subtle. Obviously, no adjuncts or anything like that. I think no. um, I think basically by virtue of the fact that uh, you were in within half a percent, Charles. I think you probably get this one. You probably edge it. Yes. Um, even though you said Come Belgian on. pale, and there's nothing remotely <laughs> Belgian about this beer. So it's a bit of an inconclusive one. This, but I think I'll take the win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after after my day. disgraceful performances in the first couple of rounds. Um, yeah, I'll let you I have think this one. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's good one. beer. It's good beer, yeah. isn't it? It's it's super good value. I can't remember what it was now, but it was. I think it was only a couple of quid or something for a yeah. four forty mil can. It's, it's that's all amazing. right to have it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's as you say. It's part of your shopping. That's quite a good beer to to pick up. It's better yeah. than a you know, and Carling impo- or uh, you know. And more importantly, I won. <laughs> So. This time, so. win. This so that's time. it now for the rest of the podcast. So it's just gonna be like, but I what? Smug oh, face, by a smug face, by a whisker. I think, uh, but there you go. Um, so yeah, it's that, quite uh, interesting as well, though, isn't it? With the um, doing mystery beer with something that's just a, for want of a better word, quote unquote normal pale ale kind yeah, of thing. It's quite yeah. interesting then to see. How how easy is it to tell what brewery it is and things? Yeah, so, uh, mm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Good thing well, to do, um, so, yeah. let's get this one finished well, cheers. off. Thank yeah. you very much. Cheers, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Cheers.
Right, okay, we have another beer in front of us now. And Finally. <laughs> and the beer that we have is from Finback, uh, New York Brewery, um, and this is called Sensory. It's an Sorry, did I just hear a train go by? Was, it, was that the hype train? Oh, but oh, touching into yeah. the station, docking into the station there. <laughs> yeah. Um, super, yeah. Excited, super excited to try this. I mean, um, yeah, it's um, basically uh, Finback were at Indieman. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we heard that there was going to be some Finback cans available at uh, Glasshouse in Birmingham, then we, uh, we pounced on it. Yeah, we nipped in and, and grabbed <laughs> some. So, um, so these guys, in case anyone doesn't know, these guys are out of Queens in New York, um, and they're so well known for their juice bombs, um, big impy stouts, um, among other things. Would you say I'd say that's probably their main strengths? Yeah, I don't know a colossal amount about uh, Finback, other than I tried a couple of their beers at Indie Man, which we'll get onto in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just thought the opportunity to, to try some of this stuff was uh, too good to pass up, really. So let's get anyway. Let's get, let's get the aroma yeah. on this one. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Okay. Cheers. Oof. Yeah, it is. That's like. I might get a bit of passion fruit on the nose, maybe. But it's massively aromatic. Yeah, it's very, very aromatic. Um, yeah, it's quite dank. It's a little bit dank. I'm just getting just... It's like being hit and hit on the nose by a punch, uh, fruit bowl. <laughs> Can a fruit kind of bowl be tilted by the fruit? <laughs> yeah. Step back, any, fruit bowl. <laughs> any people are throwing it at me, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loads of... I'm, you, you, you beat me to it. Let's just dig in. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I just couldn't not drink some of this stuff. So Cool, funny. So yeah, cool, packaged cool. up in a 473 mil can, which so I think that's an American pint. That's a US pint can. US pint, yeah. yeah. Um, an interesting, uh, nicely designed label of like, it looks like sort of green glass fragments on a white background. The only thing Pretty that cool. I, my initial thoughts were when we saw these cans yesterday was that you've got a tiny label yeah. on, a, on a giant sized can, um, leaving a lot of... Uh, aluminium you know just on a bare aluminium can and you think the these cans do allow for a massive amount of space yeah. to put good artwork on these days so quite why they've used the label that is it's a bit mismatched isn't it it it's is like, a little bit uh, but the other beers all with the same as well there are other yeah. ones as well so a bit odd yeah it's quite a bit of blank canvas above the label yeah um but um it looks very cool on trend i mean mm. this can's pretty fresh as well i mean it was canned 23rd of September so that's three that's three weeks ago if that to get American ago. juice like yeah. this like three weeks old is pretty much pretty cool unheard of um, so basically the background to this was Finback were obviously an indie man mm-hmm. so um, we think that um, obviously they brought a load over with them and um, uh, obviously did a deal with Glasshouse to be selling a few of them because um, well, mm-hmm. we'll come on to that in a bit. Let's let's yeah, we're, we're jumping let's ahead. Some, let's sup some beer. Whilst we sup some beer, uh, yeah, what's this seven and a half percent as well? But it doesn't yeah. feel like it. Seven and a half percent. There was I couldn't find anything on the dreaded Untapped, but there was <laughs> um, a little description I found online. Um, it hopped with Blanc and Mosaic. This mm. beer, so okay. Um, um, should be quite dank with the mosaic and it, it definitely is it's also quite peach again a mango peach I sort of yeah peachy um, passion fruity kind of vibe I'm getting from it 
Again, and this might be more about my palate than anything else. I was, and my initial thoughts were kind of again melon, but mm-hmm. that's. But isn't Halatab blank? Isn't that supposed to be a kind of more that, winey kind of? Yeah, thing? a little bit more winey, maybe um, a bit more grapey. Hop, yeah, so um, it kind of yeah. is that more. It's got a lovely sort yeah. of. It's almost like t- um, coach your tongue. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's quite um, thick. Um, not too thick, but it's got plenty of body. Um, what I'm getting from them is it's kind of. I'm getting quite a lot of carbonation effectively mm. from it it's not it's a, it's a little it bit is kind quite, of um, it's quite highly carbed yeah. I would say over carb not over carb it's a prickly carbonation yeah. that you know about isn't it yeah. yeah it's kind of yeah it's definitely prickling rather than like proper proper mm-hmm. soft which maybe we're yeah. more used to with the Daya and Glasshouse have yeah. that very soft kind of mouthfeel type thing. This is yeah. slightly more. I was going to say I, this is a bit more raw, isn't it? I, I yeah. don't think this is as soft as what those guys are doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is more kind of like raw in your face. Every kind of fruit thrown at you, as you said, the, yeah. fruit, the fruit bowl. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Throwing, it, throwing itself at yeah. you. Um, um, it's just, yeah, yeah it's amazing. It's very nice. Very, very it nice. is indeed. So while we're talking about uh, good beers, um, basically it's that time for us to talk about what's the best beer that you've had in the last month or so. Um, Vicky, what, what's, what's been your standout for the last month? So I ended up the um, was a Double R Diner. Um, by oh, pressure, uh, drop. pressure drop, yeah, yeah which is a four point two percent fruited goes cherry, um, wasn't it? I think it just kind of said more like oh. um, it wasn't it saying triple fruited or double fruited. Or yeah, something. but I think it was but, yeah, cherry. predominantly cherry. Cherry yeah. was the fruit. Um, but yeah, I yeah, it was, it was nice one that. of those where really nicely balanced, not overly. Um, where did you have that? Did I so? Where did I have it? I don't know. Well, Where did well, I have oh, it? Where? No, Simon. I remember it back Come around on. to this. We was out in Brum. We was at Kilda. Ah, they hadn't got right. the beer that you asked for. And you took a chance and had a taster of it, didn't yeah. you? And um, you loved it. Yeah. And um, then I think did you know, have more of it? Well, so I, so I had the half in Kilda. And then the next day, walked into Warwick Real Ale. Oh, there's cans of it. Right, that'll, I'll have another one of those then. So, uh, yeah. That, Which that's confirmed always, how much you liked it. Yeah, yeah, that's always a sign of a um, a good beer. If I, I'm more than happy to uh, go back for it yeah. again, especially. Yeah, I tried a bit of it as well. I thought it was very good. It's like a bit of vanilla in there as well. It kind of rounds it off, and it doesn't make it too sharp, too tart. It's not um, too. There's not too much like salinity or salt. No, it was not really. No, subtle. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's, there's lactose and vanilla and stuff like that that really rounds it off and makes it. Well, it's just kind of like fruit juice, isn't it, really? It's, it's, it's a big thing now, gozes, aren't they? The yeah. kind of fruited gozes are a, a big thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the North series has been absolutely mm. incredible. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's definitely... I mean, I presume North, North came down to press drop for that. It was Yeah, all the branding on the can is very pressure drop, so I think it's brewed at pressure drop, yeah. yeah. Oh, is it pressure drop and North? Yeah, 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 yeah collab, I just got yeah. it down as pressure drop, but yeah. Because that's what North yeah. are, the, you know, the kings of at the moment, right, those triple fruit yeah. gozes. Yeah, nothing, yeah. You know, to get pressure drop, who are, for me, really on form at the moment with some of their hoppy beers and some of their big stouts as well. They seem to be really hitting their stride. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're obviously, even their core range, things like Pale Fire are, are like a kind of yeah. go-to... Um, yeah, yeah we don't see stuff. we don't see loads of it around, but we do. We have seen the odd can in yeah. our lo- local bottle shop that seems to be doing you know mm. pretty well. So yeah, yeah. taste. Um, we need to get more beer. For me, was um, 
the Mega Lager. Du, 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 du. Uh, uh, a three-way collab between with Lost and Grounded, Boom, Braybrook, Boom, and Don Zoko, Boom. So you know, the, Mega. The, the the three breweries that are, are putting out amazing lager in the UK. It's a right dream now. team. It's a dream team. Yeah. So I mean, brewed at Lost and Grounded by these three guys, um, and it's great. It's a, um, I guess I think the style is more like a fest beer. Uh, it's a darker lager yeah. in the kind of Vienna lager style. It's more amber, isn't it? Than it's color. an amber color. It's smooth. Uh, it's extremely drinkable. For, oh. I think it's about like four and a half percent, something yeah. like that. Four or five. Uh, sorry, five point four. Five. I think it is. Um, extremely drinkable, and um, yeah, I just love it. Uh, and it's one of those where you think. Actually, should this be core range? You know, mm. should this be something that's always there? Because as good as each of their... I mean, let's let's face it. I From Don Zoko, I got to try the um, Northern Hellas uh, Indie Man. And uh, the Braybrook, uh, I've tried two or three of their lagers, which have been great. And Lost and Grounded Caterpillars is a, is an absolute staple in the, mm. in the kind of quality lagers these days. So... But so, they're all that little bit different to the Mega Lager, which for me is probably better than... All of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my thumbs up this month. Um, Charles, Good what ticked your box? Yeah, I'm gonna, it's going to be hard to beat that, to be honest, mate. I mean, mm. that, that's a pretty special beer. Um, one beer I had recently at our, our local micropub, um, the old post office in Warwick, had the Burnt Mill, uh, Fog and Thunder, it was called. Did you get to try that? Yeah, and that's part of their Fog range, isn't it? Yeah. So a collab between Collective Arts in Canada... Um, and Burnt Mill, and this was basically really sort of a West Coast bit, like bitter top, but then dry hopped with with Sabro, Citra, and Chinook. So it had quite a bit of bitterness on the back end, but really juicy, fruity, tropical on the on the on, on the front um, on on the aroma. But the the Sabro was what really gave it a real extra dimension to the beer. Yeah. And it was just unbelievably balanced, really big, drinkable. Big fan of Sabro myself. Um, yeah. Had some I, good Sabro beers of late. Uh, Cloudwater was one of them. One of the CY18 range was great. Mm. I've been a little bit hit and miss on some of the single hop Sabro beers. I, don't, I just don't, maybe it doesn't suit my taste, but when it's used in conjunction with some other hops, it seems to really shine through for me. Yeah, the but Cloudwater this, one was uh, Sabro and Chinook. Um, so that was the appropriate content? No, it was the CY18. Oh, CY18, the Appropriate sorry. contents, yeah, actually was also another Sabro one. Yeah. Cloudwater. Um, I like it. memory, that one didn't, wasn't quite as... If I remember prominent. rightly, the appropriate contents was the one where also mint came through on it, yeah. which is, is something that people basically say with Sabro, uh, you get... Um, minty sort of... Minty, um, is it uh, pineapple... And coconut. And coconut. Definitely coconut. So, like, so, yeah, that coconut vibe as yeah. well. So it's kind of almost a like mojito. a mojito hop. Yeah. It's a mojito hop. Um, I just love everything that I've had with Sabro in pretty See, much so far. For me, the CY18 mm. one, mm. Sabro Chinook, that was all I was getting was just all the coconut. And it was just, I was just like, again, and that what's was wrong with that? Of, exactly. <laughs> that, was, that was another one of those where I was Bounty like, beer. Yeah, I could have, uh, yeah, had all, had, yeah, every single can that was in the, in the yeah. shop. But, um, yeah. But yeah, it, I think you're right, Charles. It depends. It, it's clearly one of those where it, once again, it's down to the, the recipe and the brewery yeah. and the, how they treat it and how Definitely. they 
Is, so mm. no, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly. It's one of those hops that's piqued my interest. So when I yeah. see a Sabro beer now, I'd be quite interested to to try it. It's just anything different at the moment. I mean, it seems to. There's, there's just so many beers that are just using Citra Mosaic, Citra Mosaic Simcoe, Citra Mosaic Galaxy. It seems to be the same sort of combination that's been used. So to actually have something that's really different and kind of adding to what we already have known is is only a good thing. Yeah, so um, that's that's what we've rated for the last month. Mm. Um, are we going to uh, just cover a very brief uh, hoppy excursions, which doesn't actually amount to a lot in the last month or so, aside from no. Indie Man, um, in terms of um, certainly what myself and Vicky have been up to. Uh, the main thing really was we went to Swansea Day, mm-hmm. uh, nothing to do with uh, part of uh, South Wales. Um, it is, of course, the Cantillon uh, special release so, day. So you didn't go to Mumbles later no, on? No, 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 no. We didn't go to the Mumbles. <laughs> the no. Mumbles Mile. Yeah. Uh, you so, did the Sturchty Mile instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, Zwan's Day held at Cork and Cage for the first time this year because previously it was at uh, Clink, rest in peace, just in case anyone doesn't know. Clink mm. then became Beer Digbeth, then uh, closed down for now. Yeah, for now. Um, but... Reopening soon in yes. a different guise, in a different which, guise. which I'm sure we'll, we'll come cover on to. at some point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Zwanzi Day. Uh, we basically it's a ticketed event. Uh, we turned up at Cork and Cage for our nine o'clock allocated uh, tasting. So is that the time all the bars that are mm. doing that day have to serve it at, or is eight it o'clock? Oh, eight is the time. Eight's the official time. Um, but you have to be on Cork and Cage's guest list uh, uh, right, if you want right. to do the eight o'clock one. So how many places around the world doing it were involved I reckon it's about 60 or so or something like that in the UK there's probably about half a dozen places I know more beer in Bristol and I think beer merchants tap in London are definitely mm-hmm. we're also doing the same thing so the basically this beer is not served at all until eight o'clock in local time around the world mm-hmm. uh, and then basically they start serving it at eight um, each place that's hosting the event does it slightly differently. So Cork and Cage choose to, um, you pay a certain amount and you get a pour of the beer and you get a branded glass. So the glassware is different as well, isn't it? In different Absolutely. bars. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so other bars, some bars, I'm not sure if it's more or not, uh, choose to actually not bother with the glassware. So your so you drink out your hands. Cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just, you, you just get a crappy unbranded oh pint glass uh, maybe it's a dimpled jug they serve it in I don't know um, yeah. but yeah um, and it's all about the beer itself really uh, which this year was a uh, um, obviously a, a lambic style uh, smoked malt that's where uh, it kind of got put me off a little bit I yeah. must be honest uh, um, but yeah. there was almost no element of smokage no. to it um, subtly smoked so subtly that I really couldn't pick it up. And yeah. a few other people we spoke to on the night were just like, yeah, I'm not picking the smoke upon this. I found it a really accessible beer for a Lambic beer that I'm still not totally um, at home with the style uh, yet. You're getting there, though. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I just found it really accessible. From from Compared to the description, I was like, I'm prepared to hate this. Yeah. And well, actually, I, I thought it was great. I so was, was similar. It, yeah. So I was... So I remember last year we went and... I was kind of like, I, I probably had two or three sips and I was then giving it to either Simon or other people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was not that bothered about it. Um, 
not because it's not good, but it's just not. I struggle with kind of lambics and sour beers and stuff. Um, so this how, one, yeah, I say, was. It was, was a lot more balanced. Balanced, a lot more rounded, and I did actually manage to finish my whole the whole glass. You yeah. struggled yeah. through I, one of the rarest yeah. beers of the year. <laughs> I know, but I didn't, but that was the point. I didn't struggle <laughs> through it. However, I then didn't. You went and went on to um, you got got I yourself had, a second beer. You had that fufu. Yeah. Did you? Cantillon. And I then went on to um, the Brew by Numbers. Just It was just a pale, wasn't it? It was just a kind of 5% pale. And this was the crazy thing. After I'd drunk nearly a pint of Lambic, <laughs> I then just, oh, let me just try your Brew by Numbers. And Jesus Christ, the hops almost blew my head off. Yeah, because yeah. my palate had been completely set to Lambic mode. <laughs> and then I, I drank acid. that. And yeah. then like the hops, and it's a total palate reset. Yeah. You know, you could drink the, you know, even Green King IPA might have been half decent <laughs> after that. Um, so, yeah, it's quite interesting that, that like what your palate kind of sets to and, you you, you know, it's, it's interesting. But, yeah, that was a nice so, little day out. Um, so they, just going back to the, just quickly, the glassware, they mm. chose like a whiskey tumbler yeah. style of... Indeed. There um, they are. There you've there got they them, you've got yeah. them here. Again, so, for the listener, they're on the shelf behind yeah. you, so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, County on. Um, this doesn't it's quite a, work in podcast. No, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's it's a whiskey tumbler style with a really thick half inch kind of solid glass bottom to it. Um, and because they thought it reminded them of a peaty whiskey. Yeah, because of the smoked element, but yeah, well, the smoke was. They look really minimal. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, completely different to last year's ones where they were a stemmed glass, very similar like to the one at Indie Man this uh, year. Yeah, the Indie Man glasses this year. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that that was the Zwan's Day, which is cool. an interesting thing. And um, then just yesterday, we nipped into uh, Glasshouse Brewery Tap. In we all, we all did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we, we met up there and uh, grabbed some FOMO cans and um, tried a couple of the Finback beers that they were pouring on tap there, as well as a couple of uh, Glasshouse own beers. And um, yeah, it's uh, oh, we got a sneaky pour of a Dea beer, but more about that later. Um, but yeah, but the main reason we we didn't just go to Glasshouse just for well, I was gonna say we didn't go just for the FOMO beers, but we probably did. But actually, the reason part of the reason why they were doing it is it's um, I've actually been going for three years now, so um, yeah, Glasshouse third birthday, happy birthday, um, which is a bit of an odd one, really, because they've only been producing stuff in the current unit for probably about a year haven't they just over a year maybe. yeah uh, prior to that they were still brewing in the greenhouse um so you know it's kind of weird you think of them as being like a lot less old than they are um mm. and their beers were like really really small batch and hard to get hold of for the first two years of their existence um yeah some would argue now they're still hard to get hold of there's, <laughs> there's no small, small pack yeah. whatever yes i was gonna say so hope you know for all of for all of those listeners that can't get anywhere near them. Fingers crossed they'll uh, start to do small patterns soon. So if they do... Look out. Look yeah, out yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, the name's got around a little bit. Obviously, they've done a collab with um, Dea mm-hmm. a while ago, which was um, Momentary Bliss. Momentary it? Bliss, so they rebrewed that. Yeah. That was a rebrew that they did a couple of years ago now. Yeah, it was uh, brewed again probably about a couple of months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, Citra um, Mosaic, Nelson, Double IPA unbelievably juicy yeah and really good awesomely good yeah Dang. I think we had that when we was in Glasshouse uh, tap room was it a couple of months ago we we, bought we shared a can, a can. We, yeah. did, we did we shared a can and it was phenomenal so, really good uh, yeah there you go okay Glasshouse fanboy mode off <laughs> um, it's every episode isn't it, it almost well it kind of is isn't it yeah. um, right so shall we 
delve Cheers. in to um, oh. Indie Man, or should we have some more thoughts on on what this Finback sensory is uh, tickling our taste buds uh, at the moment? It's warmed up a tad, and it's still it's still a kick in the face from the hops. Yeah, yep. it's it's just a it's big all, it's old all the fruit, isn't it? Old old fruit whack of of yeah, all the fruits. Mm. But in a way, it's more for me. It's more hits me in the face more on the nose than it does on the on the taste on the tongue. So mm. it's yeah. kind of a bit. Um, yeah. But no, I mean it's certainly um, it's certainly not one of those beers where I'm turning my nose up at it. And uh, you know, it, in some ways, it's this is all my kind of stuff. It's all the the juice bomb, and it's yeah, absolutely, it's all uh, it's all good stuff. So uh, mm. yeah. Excellent. Okay, let's talk Indie Man. Let's talk the Glastonbury of Beer Festivals and mm. our experience this year. So, basically, uh, Charles, you actually did the, the Friday session, didn't you? So you rocked up there yeah, on the so Friday. I went with a couple of friends of ours um, on the Friday morning. I got a 6.30 train from, from my local uh, station. Um, and you mean... AM, not PM. There, yeah, definitely was AM. Yeah, yeah. So that was an early start. I didn't know that um, even existed that time of day. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's one six PM, uh, or rather six something o'clock, don't you? I'm sure people meant talk about it, but I don't really <laughs> empathise with them particularly. Um, so yeah, we got up there about nine o'clock. Um, we got some breakfast uh, at oh, I can't remember the name of the place, but we went for a nice breakfast. Walked down to Indie Man. In, we got there, actually, interestingly, this year, we, we actually thought, well, we'll go and queue early just to get a little bit further up the line because I think that was one slight drawback last year is we were in the queue for quite a long time mm-hmm. if, you, if you're if you sort of a little bit late yeah. to get to the queue. Um, so we got in nice and early, got the tokens, and, yeah, just started walking around. I mean... It's the same great event that it's ever been, you know, three great rooms that are in swimming pools. Um, we Empty of water. <laughs> plenty of water. Um, but uh, yeah, there was, we, we were basically camped in room one. Um, room one had probably some of the region of like 10, 15 different breweries, um, mostly drawn to other half being in that room. Um, and a brewery that's completely new to me, Arclight um, from America, oh, who okay. are renowned for their sort of really fruity sours um, and wild ales. And um, yeah, they were two big highlights in the event, in the session, really. Um, yeah. Good stuff. So it was a, a good start, good solid start. Was um, it busy on the Friday? It was busy enough to know that it's busy, but it wasn't a Saturday sort of busy yeah. which is the really where it does mm. kind of um, really pick up so it was a nice sort of bit more orderly sort of busyness so you could get to try what you wanted to try r- pretty easily um, there wasn't a big queue for tokens um, and uh, yeah there was it was just pretty easy to get around and um, yeah we got round did get round to going into all the rooms um, except the outside bit Right, which is yeah. where kind of like Fierce Beer had a sort of a, a bar. Yeah. Um, there was a food village. Um, yeah. Uh, and there was like a Lervig Beer Merchants sort of bit as well, wasn't there, yeah, in a yeah. tent. 
Um, I ate a, a sort of a tradition every year the last three, well last three years um, the holy crab oh, yeah. the yeah, crab yeah, balls yeah, yeah funnily enough we and did that and yeah. they were literally in room one so I, actually, yeah. I don't think I had to move particularly far <laughs> to get it <laughs> yeah. um, and on the way back there was like a rinsing station and a water fountain which was definitely needed yeah um, with some, some of those crazy stouts in the glass completely staining the glasses <laughs> ruining the glasses yeah so, you had to yeah, almost throw them away station. Like, yeah some of those um, but, uh, yeah. but yeah so then yeah so in terms of like you know, what we would call the more FOMO American breweries there, there there wasn't particularly a queue on the Friday to get any of those beers not at all really um, yeah. there was a steady sort of flow of people at the the sort of so called more hype breweries but it was yeah. a, quite a quick sort of you know, turnover, mm. and um, you were not really waiting that long. Um, the beers, like the other half beers, did turn over quite quickly. They must have, they obviously did have, like different sort of previous years, I think they had some, they bought more of a variety for each session. Whereas I think previous years, from what I remember, it was just like one of their beers on one tap, and once it had gone, oh, it sold it, out. Yeah. So the, right. they never sold out during the whole session, or I didn't think any of the main breweries sort of sold out completely. There was always something um, through pretty much most of the session, whereas before it'd be, you know, an hour or two in, and they're all gone, Yeah, which um, wasn't really the case. So that was good. Perhaps, again, probably something we're going to talk about later, perhaps was that to do with the tokens, you know, the, the system this year being slightly different. Yeah. Um, as to the queues at the hyperbreweries. Yeah. Yeah, because that was it, wasn't it? It was, because obviously in previous years it's been one token for everything. Yeah. And this year they've done, they did, some beers were two tokens, some were three. Some yeah, were three. so let's, let's talk tokens. Let's talk to- tokens now. That elephant so, in the room. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, um, I think long time ago it was a different thing altogether but certainly our only comparison really is to last year which was everything was one token wasn't it yeah um this year uh rightly or wrongly on the day of the first session on thursday it was announced some beers will be three tokens some beers two and some one well the way they put it was 80 percent of the beers are one token token. yeah 19 percent are two and one three but when you've got hundreds of different beers being poured, that's still quite a few. Yes. 90% is still, yeah. 90% of a few hundred beers is still yeah. quite, quite high. I think pretty much from um, what I saw, it was mainly the American breweries, your other halves and stuff like that, yeah. where your two tokens. I think, was it only Omnipolo that was a three token one? I can't um, remember. Might have been some other really big Imperial Stouts, maybe. Oh no, I saw there was a McKellar. I'm sure yeah. there was a McKellar one somewhere that was a three token one. Um, I didn't do any three token ones. Um, De- no, I don't think I did. I think no. just saw mm. twos. So, twos, mainly ones, but some twos. Yeah. So, I mean, our experience was pretty much, uh, we went up on the Friday. We'll talk about fringe events later, but um, f- ready for the Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, usual sort of thing. Grabbed an Uber down to... So, the other thing as well, you actually got a ticket for Saturday day, which <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, manage yeah. to get. <laughs> you didn't, yeah, sorry <laughs> Frustratingly. Um, so I we... thought we'd skipped over that. I thought you... I'm not letting you... Got over I'm that. not letting you get away with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this is where still my... still bitter on that one. I'm a little bit bitter. I'm a little bit bitter about This it. is where my analogy to Indie Man being a little bit Glastonbury is, yeah. is also uh, a kind of borne out, which is 
we reckon it was probably six minutes or, or mm. 10 minutes or something like that. When Crazy. tickets went on sale, which was like a Tuesday night at about 8 p.m., wasn't it? Mm. The Saturday day session obviously seems to be the session everybody wants to go to. And um, yeah, tickets just went crazy quick, didn't they? Yeah, really, really quick. We lucked out. We yeah. got some. I remember I was out on the Tuesday night and um, I walked in at nine and, and I was like, oh, well done on getting tickets. And I and you were, you were like, well, you assume I got them. And I thought, I would have heard, even though I was out, I would have heard if we hadn't got them. You'd, you'd, you'd have heard the screams yeah, from wherever <laughs> you were. Or I'd have heard the uh, explosion on uh, the many social media groups or something. Yeah. Um, so, no, we, we, we got in. We did the Saturday uh, daytime session, which I do like. I do like that session. Mm. Um, so, 11 o'clock start, which... You know, in in a normal world, seems quite early to start drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but once you once you go into indie man world, it is like it is like a festival. We've been to music festivals and stuff like that, where yeah. normal time and rules don't seem to yeah. apply. No. And so yeah. you straight into drinking dippers at eleven a.m. Thinking yeah. nothing of it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but we had about a thirty minute queue outside, didn't yeah. we? But as usual, the staff there are great. They come yeah. out and wristband you before you even gone through the doors. Did they do that last year? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they I did. remember them doing that last year because well. it was yeah, definitely a really good thing, and yeah. it definitely kind of moved things through quicker. Yeah, yeah, um, that was good. It, it, so yeah, you go through, you collect your little glass. This year, sponsored by Kegstar. Um, shout out, shout out to Kegstar. Um, quite what they can do for us I don't know <laughs> what are we trying to achieve there um, and um, yeah nice little tasting glasses and then you get your little map of the venue blah 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 all that sort of thing and then you just get straight in there and start wandering around and picking some beers so this year I just thought yeah I'm going to go FOMO early because you've got to grab stuff while it's there I didn't know how long some of these beers would be uh, still available for mm-hmm. so straight down to other half and uh you know. Which again, we we based ourselves in the um, pineapple room, which has become uh, a tradition which, for us, really. Yeah, which, which is so, verdant, got, verdant's room, yeah, that yeah. Was verdant room. This year. So they yeah. that was the verdant jungle, yes, yes, um, and yeah. they were playing old school drum and bass yeah. the whole time, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't go much in there, but I should no. have done. Well, yeah, well, because we get, then end up with meeting up a um, a load of people with a load of people as well. It's kind of. It's quite good if you can get a little bit of a space and mm-hmm. all just kind of. We set up have base, base camp there. in the pineapple um, room, didn't we? Oh, you did. And it? also, it's oh, very handy. Yeah. It was next to room one, so um, yeah. Yeah. Which so that was, was a cool space to kind of hang which out. This year was very handy for other half and very handy for Holy Crown. Yeah, exactly. The rinsing yeah. station. The, the toilets yeah. were quite close by. Yeah, exactly. It was a good sort of yeah. spot to be in, really. Yeah. Um, the trouble is, I feel like I'm telling everyone now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next it, it, year, that's it. Uh, we, yeah, we've given it away now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a bit stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. um, so, yeah, I, I jumped straight in and tried some other half. I tried the uh, Dry Hopped Space Dream. Oh, did you? IPA. Ooh, nice. Uh, it's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was going to start off nice and easy and slow and whatever, and then um, we were at the other half tap, tap place, at, you know, bar or whatever, and uh, Simon was like, no, no, no! You really must try some of these other half. You really must. And the one that caught my eye was the um, can't read the uh, the peanut butter and jelly crunch granola. 
Yeah, well, that, that was... It was a Berliner Weiss sour, but yeah. did not taste sour at all. I'm surprised that, you went for that, But actually. it was 7.4%. Yeah, there were no like, light beers from other half. No. Like, that peanut butter one was on at on the Friday. Yeah. And I remember just... We actually controversially shared a couple of our thirds because of the token situation, but yeah. mm. which worked out fine. I, I mean, you know, yeah. there have been like friends and family where it is a smaller pour, and, yeah. and it's... To try a few things, it's actually a good way. But yeah, the, I did. We did get to share that, and it was yeah interesting. It was, <laughs> that, that it was, the pores at Indie Man for anyone that doesn't know are a third of the pint, third. aren't they? Yeah. yeah, but they weren't all a third last year, or were they? I thought they were. I'm not. I've sure. got a feeling that they weren't, and I don't know what's making me think that. Um, but yeah, you know, as per usual, um, mm. it's a great venue to hold a beer festival. Uh, it's become legendary it's really because of the space really it's just really unique isn't it and really yeah. like, atmospheric inside I think somebody was it's saying actually fun. while we were there like you know can you imagine if this was just held in a leisure centre somewhere would it have <laughs> the <laughs> same kind of pull no it, it wouldn't would it it's a, be- it's a, just it's a beautiful it's, it's a beautiful building and, it, and what's that Vicky are you disagreeing you're happy to be in the kind of oh oh you did didn't like it vanilla yeah, leisure well, centre last year I famously was like Something about last year completely freaked me out, and I thought it was the building. I, t- I think it was. It was just, just the Wylam room. I was just in a bit of a weird headspace, headspace last year. It turns out because this year, um, I you went weren't. in with a completely different mindset. I didn't download the app at all. I had no idea who was pouring, what was pouring, what styles, what whatever. Um, I went in this year where I was very much kind of like, I'm just going to wander around and. Something. If I see something, something that looks good, if I just see something that takes then... my eye, I'm going to have it. Which is what I did at well, Beer Central yeah. in the summer, and I loved that festival because of that. I just went around and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I have some of it." Yeah. Um, I think. You, so was, I think yeah. yes. Although the building is beautiful and it's lovely, and I and I love all the different rooms or whatever. Is it one of those things where it could possibly move to a just? A another building and no, it would be no, right. no, 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 um, and it's just it's like for example you know I mean it's a, it's a swimming pool that still gets used as that occasionally I believe um, and with you've got cubicle your, changing rooms yeah you've got those little cubicle things with the curtains that pull across and like people just people like, sat in there drinking yeah, eating two people to just kind of like sit on a little bench thing in a changing cubicle but if you it's, go if you go in there in those little cubicles you almost feel like you're slightly out of the festival as well you're in your own little space it's almost like a quiet space isn't yeah. it yeah but then you've got that crazy little bit where the Turkish baths yeah. are which this year was uh, was it uh, Daya were there, weren't they? Daya were so you had the Verdant Pineapple Room, and then on and you had the day you had Daya in that um, yeah in that which room? Yeah. Was, did you say it was the the Turkish, the Turkish baths. sorry the Turkish baths? Yeah, yeah. And um, then Siren had a room. Siren were behind Daya. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm, we're actually looking at the map, so I, I don't know why. I don't know why we're pretending that we <laughs> yeah. maybe don't know. It is. It yeah. is the, you could have got away with that. Then. Yeah. It was like you know you've memorised um, the. Uh, yeah. I think what, what I was going to say <laughs> was cheating. actually I didn't spend that much time in there because um, Siren we see quite a lot of around here, 
and they are also we're quite fortunate that they're not that far away not from us so locally away. we pick up quite a bit of Daya beer so it's one of those where you kind of tend to focus I certainly did on, on let's go and try the stuff that we don't normally get to see so I didn't spend a lot of time in that part of the building actually um, mm. the one bit that kind of I really was interested in was where Omnipolo had set up yes. in, in basically this crazy room <laughs> that had all the equipment in it it was like the water tanks for the swimming pool all this industrial pipe work and stuff the distress it, room it was yeah it was the bizarre. lights were low yeah. they had a bubble machine working <laughs> with some flashing kind of like um, you know disco lighting if you want to call it that yeah. going on and it was a real kind of menacing sort of room yeah it was kind of, of menacing a bit like a, I think I've on Instagram it's like a bond lair yeah, yeah. you know what I mean um, Mr Bond I've been expecting you yeah exactly and um <laughs> And actually, although we didn't try any Omnipolo beers, um, we went in there just for the vibe. And just spent a few a few minutes kind of hanging out in there. That was quite cool. I don't think that was open last no, year. No, it, it definitely wasn't. And it, it, that room, I say, I did two sessions, which we're going to come on to. I did obviously the Friday, but I also did Sunday. But yeah. didn't come across that room at all on Friday. And I, uh, Yeah, and I wandered around a little bit, but yeah, I had no idea. But like I said, if you hadn't gone outside into the food village and stuff, then you probably wouldn't have seen it. True, yeah. You you wouldn't stumble upon it. Yeah, and this is kind of what I quite like about it, is the fact that you can just wander through the building you just get you got your beer in hand and just go off on your own, just wandering around and seeing what's going on. It's it's great because it's so many different spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Wylam, which were in room three again this year, uh, which was like the party the, room, wasn't the it? The party room. Lights were low, kind of <laughs> projections going on and all that sort of thing. I mean, they were playing some great music on Saturday day when we went in there. They were playing Frank Zappa. I mean. Really? You know, uh, they're totally unexpected. Don Zoko were based in there, so it nipped in there and got a Northern Hellers. Um, it's the South they were looking and, at. Yeah, uh, so. And so, yeah, um, that's a great little little space. Well, uh, also, the, the, the Wylam obviously had a big presence because they had by the River Bruco and obviously Wylam's bar as well down there. Do you remember? Yeah, I saw, because By the River had a big illuminated neon sign, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't actually try any of their beers. I'm, I'm not quite sure of their heritage. What's the story behind Behind the River? Are they part owned by Wylam or something? Um, or as far as I connection? know, By the River, River Bruco is sort of like the, the offshoot. I think it's Wylam's sort of outlet for expressed themselves with different beers brewed in maybe a smaller batch. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm right, sort, okay. of, yeah. sort of guessing, but they have got a brew pub. Um, which is what that is. And, right, um, okay. So they were, yeah, they were there. Um, Northern Monk were down there. Left-handed Giant, Don Zoko, Buxton. Yeah. Track were down there. Yeah, we'll come on to Track Yeah, later. I was going to say. That would be- um, the one thing I missed this year was seeing a guy dressed as Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> that was sorely missed this year. Sorely missed. Um, we needed him. Because that guy last year was like, one minute he was dressed as Super Mario, and then he went the to Mario Kart Sonic. Music, and then he turned into Sonic. And the guy that, was a genius. Yeah, and that was one of those things where you're like, how many dippers have I had? Am I imagining this? Um, so yeah, a bit missed this year. Didn't uh, some of my friends say there was somebody juggling there this year, wasn't it? Oh, I never saw that. No, I think I there was another. It, but I think there was another vocal act, yeah. but I didn't really pay. I think perhaps it, that musician wasn't in the same place as the Sonic the Hedgehog guy, mm. and he was easily sort of missed. <laughs> well, I, I just don't remember really seeing any any sort of act, but. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe um, I wasn't looking for it. I think it, for me, the biggest thing, and and this isn't just IndyMac, this is 
my experience of all beer festivals that I've been to, all, I've been to about four or something. <laughs> <laughs> Loads, all of them. Yeah, yeah, four. But sometimes it's not always obvious what mm. breweries are at certain stands. Yeah, it, they're, because they're, they're sharing a stand, actually. Yeah. And that is the little bit that's yeah. slightly off-putting. You, yeah. you're kind of, so unless you're studying the map, which you're not, like you said, it's quite a sort of festival where you just want to wander around. Yeah. yeah. Um, not so, really sort of with a plan. You just... And like you said, and also sometimes depending on the queues, you sometimes don't always see what um, who. who it's not always obvious to see sometimes. Or people, people are people are block, blocking or, blocking yeah, the, exactly. the view yeah, of the beer. Yeah. I think the smaller breweries they like do that thing where they're they're sharing some space, and so it's not so obvious. Obviously, you had people like Burning Sky that take up the whole end the, the, of the far the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Room two, so yeah. then they've got a um, big and they've got massive branding got, yeah. and Cloudwater in room one yeah. had yeah. a similar yeah. sort of setup. Yeah, really. yeah and, and Verdant. Got their own yeah, room. obviously got their and Wylam in room three yeah. had a whole bar at one end. But as well. some of the smaller ones, you know, it was like other half. At the end of the day, they were sharing some space with, was it Liquid Light? I think. Yeah, um, I think it was Liquid yeah. Light. Yeah. So it's it's kind of you you blink and you can kind of miss it. Really, you have to kind of if you're just wandering around not using the maps, it's very much a case of scrutinise those blackboards. As well, well actually, other half funny. I'm just looking at the, the the maps on the Thursday and the Friday. Other half were with North and Squawk Brewing. Ah. Oh, okay, Squawk from Manchester who were releasing their first cans, and then on the Saturday Sunday they were with North still, uh, but Squawk had gone and St Miles of the Desert had. Come in to replace them. Ah, so ah that's right. Here, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. and then on the, the Smod Finback Squad back on Saturday, we're sharing with Zapato. Zapato. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, yeah. So you had to kind of be a bit, uh, you know, keep keep an eye open for what was what was going on. Um, so yeah, our Saturday session, yeah, which obviously rounded off at uh, what was it about? Was it four four o'clock? Four, four o'clock yeah. session finished. Um, Were you remembering the end then? Um, yeah. Vaguely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finished on a Finback Harambe 11% stout, which was nice beer to finish on. Yeah, that was what, so I can't that, remember who said that. We, It was one of those where we'd got, right, beer. how many tokens have we got left? It's half past three, right, what are we going to do? You, you, and the then, decision is you finish on a tour. <laughs> yeah. You know, this, this you, was the, this was the you go big, of the festival, You go big or go is home. Is it a one or a tour? And you go, right, so, tour. And then, yeah. and then we just happened to pass somebody who said, Finback, we've just put Harambe on. It's an 11% stout. Here, I've just had some. Try it. And it was just like, tried it. And it was like, okay, we're both going for that. So, yeah, that uh, was a lovely yeah. beer. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a really was great. nice well beer. Well balanced for its ABV. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you caught up with friends of ours, uh, friends of the podcast. Indeed, it, yes. At the, at the Saturday On the Saturday session, session. we bumped into Rob from Hopzine, uh, Jake, Jake O'Beer, and uh, Craig as well, Kent Beer Reviews, uh, all beer tube uh, check out their channels yeah um, we spoke to Rob on episode 6 so uh, Mm -hmm. if you have a look at our episode 6 info in the show notes you've got links to all of those guys but they were filming a few bits and bobs uh, which they've now uh, Jake has uploaded to his YouTube now yeah yesterday wasn't it they did a 15 minute yeah where they'd kind of like spliced together them kind of mooching around the festival and trying some beers and uh, getting more and more drunk that kind of thing yeah (laughs) so shout out to those guys it was good to catch up with them again yeah, yeah for sure sorry I missed them uh, yeah yeah Thanks you just did the wrong session I guess um, oh yeah I shouldn't rub that in again um, so yeah we kind of finished off uh, Saturday session at four and then we went off elsewhere and had a few beers but 
sticking with indie man um so charles yeah you did the sunday session yeah so you guys went back didn't you so you went back home we... on the yes. saturday no, no. Oh, you stayed so you stayed some uh, saturday night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I we decided the three the three people that I came up with sorry two people that I came up with decided to do Sunday um, because we'd heard that the previous year was a really nice relaxed session with a really good beer list and not too many people and it's a slightly longer session get an extra hour I think don't you yeah so it was one till six I'm going to say so that is an extra hour isn't it than the other it sessions is. yeah four hours of the other oh hang on no, uh, five no they're both five yeah they? so the no 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 four I was finished that eleven till four yeah, so that's five eleven hours eleven four is five hours yeah <laughs> one to six is five hours okay so they're actually the same length <laughs> okay it clearly feels yeah. longer it, yeah it, did. it feels more relaxed and it feels it yeah. did it did <laughs> okay. it did but it's and just we've the, just proved that none of us can do maths yeah so yeah the Sunday session yeah. uh, probably less people there then yeah it was um, yeah it was a night very kind of it was a slightly calmer relaxed feel than a Saturday day session uh, the one I'm only comparing to the one last year um, got in pretty quickly and yeah just kind of wanted to try a few things that I didn't sort of get to try on the Friday so I think sort of spent a lot of time drinking the the you know more hype stuff on the Friday and then just trying breweries that I'd never really come across like St. Mars of the Desert um, I tried a, 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 um, an IPL from them which is absolutely delicious first thing after a you know pretty heavy Saturday was was that and it was very refreshing reset me got me going again yeah, um, yeah they're Sheffield Brewery only been up and running for about a year or so I think yeah but they're getting a lot of great uh, uh, reviews um, in Untappton places like that yeah they're, they're definitely getting some some good reviews um, it was really really hit the spot for me really really well made uh, balanced and refreshing and that's what I needed at that time. That's what you want um, for your first Sunday beer of, of the session. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And then I got to try sort of some of the Arclight beers, which which I sort of was, again, really impressed by. Um, there was, a, I think, I had the uh, Sour Smith Black Raspberry, which was a fruited sour um, which was absolutely stunning. It was probably, I know, probably going to review it, but one of my favourite beers I had all weekend. Um, it was a 5.2% food-aged American sour with black raspberries, and it was Ooh, literally yeah, the most jammy, fruity, sweet beer, thick, viscous beer that I've ever had. It was absolutely delicious. Um yeah. Was and was it, it that sour? And it wasn't sour. It was yeah. very, very approachable. Um, as you probably know, I'm not too into sort of really sour beers. So I was, you know, keen to sort of hope that it wasn't going to be too puckeringly sour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this it, is the problem, it, it isn't it, with, with when, when something puts itself as sour and you're just like, oh, do I want to go try this or not? And yeah. No, you're right. Um, but no, it was definitely um, a real highlight got to also try a couple of beers from Verdant and Day, which I didn't like I didn't get to try on the Friday because mm-hmm. um, we thought we were too busy based based in room one uh, but I tried Random Rules which was an IPA by Verdant okay. um, which is a really tasty IPA from them um, yeah nicely balanced melon go, go, talking about Verdant just sorry to interrupt for everything but yeah I had on that on Saturday I had their Budlia Butterfly what was it called Budlia Butterflies, Rust and Messages. I didn't realise... Say that, that again. Fo- Budlia Butterfly. Butterfly. All the bees. <laughs> yeah. 
well, rest and messages. I didn't realise it was called all of that because it, on the on the it just said butterfly or butterflies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was. I know we're drinking the um, Finback and mm-hmm. we're all going on about the FOMO American hype juice, but I tell you what. That verdant mm-hmm. would absolutely have just cracking um, New England IPA. Yeah. That, yeah, that stands up, I think, against any American yeah. beer out there. Yeah, it's uh, that. So, but um, I think obviously going back to the Sunday thing, also it was just good to have a bit of a wander around, like you said, outside. I didn't get to do that on the Friday, and I was quite keen to go out and see yeah, the yeah. food village. Yeah, the food village. So it, we ended up getting some bao buns. Which right. were absolutely delicious. I wish I remember the name of it, but it was a brilliant, brilliant bow bun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had that, and then just sort of walked out to where the the, the Lervig and uh, beer merchants bit was. Quite a big space there, beer merchants. A lot of pretty stuff big, fridges, weren't it? Pretty yeah. big. Um, Lervig had the barrel aged three bean stout, which was absolutely delicious. Oh. I've tried that before. That's a big old. That beer, was isn't a big it? beast yeah. of a beer, but really just you know sweet smooth and I think that was probably one of the last beers I had yeah. uh, but before I went to Omni Apollo and had something a soft serve from there <laughs> to finish the session, <laughs> session. Um, finished with with some with some slushy well why not why yeah not? so yeah. Do, this you enjoyed the Sunday session yeah I sort of had a um, yeah so slightly. it was more relaxed vibe but do you think that slightly. was also because You'd also been to a session before, so yeah. Like, so I mean, it was interesting. You rushing, you yeah, just, there is this thing where you feel you're yeah. rushing yeah. around, isn't it? One session. If you do one session, you've kind yeah. of you, you're trying to make the most of it yeah. because you know you've only got five hours in in indie man, which seems a long time. But when you're in it the, it very very much goes before you look at you. Oh god, you know it's three yeah. o'clock. It's like we, we've got an hour until the end or half an hour until the last order. So. Because yeah, that was the first thing you said. You were, you were almost like so when you it was went. Good. In, you said when you'd gone in on the Friday, it was all about right. I've got to go here and I've got to go here. And, yeah, there was Sunday, there was definitely an element of that. You and, definitely uh, did that thing of like took our time, yeah. uh, decided what we wanted, and we wanted to try a few different UK stuff which we hadn't tried, uh, which I've already said. And so yeah, what just, you're advocating uh, is everybody should do two sessions. <laughs> I, I think for me, two sessions worked out really well. Obviously, yeah. I'd like to have done the Saturday day, but I didn't have that op- op- option. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, let's, let's move on because yeah. I think we've mentioned that enough. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So doing the two, I'd say the Saturday we we had a bit of a you know we had a break from the festival, so there was a day out of away from um, Indie Man, which was good in itself because it just. So I'm sure we'll come on to the what Indeed. we got up to, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good good way of way of breaking things up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, well our beer appear to be yeah. empty, so Bone we dry. need to uh, go and get another beer. Yeah. Okay. F- okay, we have more beer in Finally. the glasses. <laughs> Finally. Um, it's another kind of hype train kind of beer. Yep. Um, okay, what so we So we have a, another Finback beer, a double IPA called Conventional. So this is an eight and a half... Oh, you're digging in already. Uh, I'm just doing a description. So just, yeah, Sorry. tuck in. Uh, eight and a half percent double IPA. Uh, this was brewed with... Dry hopped with Eldorado, Mosaic and Cryo Simcoe hops. Dank fruit times a million, it says. Mm. Okay. So in the glass, it's quite orangey. It's more orangey looking yeah. darker than the last than one. one. Yeah. Uh, not as, Really not much of a head sticking around. Aroma again, quite dank, candied orange. Yeah, definitely the orange. Definitely, there's like, like a, orange a sweet juice. orange juice. Thing. Yeah, yeah, tangerine. Like, 
Yeah, this is just like one fruit rather than the uh, previous. The orange one, is dominating. Was, yeah, I think. which was all. It's not as explosive as no. the other one. It's got a really sort of smoother, sort of slightly sweeter. It's still a bit dank. Mm. Um, it's still a bit sort of weedy. But anyway, cheers. I mean, mm. you guys have uh, you guys have been telling me what it's like. Sorry, I couldn't resist di- mm. diving in there. It's quite boozy, oh. isn't it? God, yeah, that's cool. Um, that's quite boozy. It's it's a little bit warm. It's still pretty. I mean, this is quite fresh as well. We must say a lot of the, these two cans we've had are no more than a few weeks old, mm. which is the fact that it's come all the way from the US in that time frame is pretty good. Um, it's pretty fresh. Yeah. Um, these should really be in their sweet spot in terms of age. Yeah. Yeah, um, and this this, this is why is. we kind of felt. It's worth. I mean, I didn't know how fresh they were, but it was one of those. It's quite. It was. So you know, this was canned on the twenty fourth of September. Wow. Um, and so yeah, we're now the thirteenth. Yeah. So yeah. that is less about three weeks, just over three weeks. That's pretty amazing, actually, isn't it? Pretty fresh. Um, it's pretty cool. You know, yeah, the that- only other way is if you like went went on holiday to New York. And filled your spare suitcase full of them <laughs> yeah. is, to, is to be getting them that fresh. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say, even in, the lo- in a local US bottle shop, you probably wouldn't get them much fresher than this, mm. depending on on where it was or whatever. No. Yeah. In terms of um, taste and whatever, it, it's definitely you can tell it's got that dipper kind of. Um, yeah, there's there's a the booziness booze. there, like a warmth to it. Um, but yeah, I'm finding that orange kind of dominates. Just like it's just like you'd actually peeled an orange, yeah. And just cracked open. It's a really segments, zesty orange, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's amarillo, isn't it? Yeah, mm. which is kind of your orangey kind of hop. Anyway, no, it was the it was Eldorado, Mosaic, and Simcoe. Oh right, okay. Um, so it should be, there's a it's slightly piney, which is what you should be maybe getting from them hops. Mm. But I mean, it's not a West Coast kind of dipper, is it? No, really? it's it's more fruity than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not got the piney resinous thing going on here. It's it's all about. It's got a sweet finish. Yeah, but it's not cloying, which which I know you know some breweries can be guilty of knocking at New England IPAs for the sake of it, and they can be quite cloying and sweet. Um, this is still pretty balanced. I think it is just a little bit. It's showing its strength. Yeah, it, it's definitely a. You know, you can tell it's definitely a, a double, a strong double IPA, yeah. oh, but. Gosh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's enjoyable, very enjoyable. Absolutely. Cheers. So, um, so yeah, um, outside of Indie Man, obviously, there's all the other stuff that goes on. There's a lot of uh, tap rooms, bars, and such like that that do tap takeovers and and put extra beers on and mm-hmm. special stuff happening. So uh, on the Friday night, we travelled up to Manchester on the Friday, and um, pretty much seems to become a bit of a tradition. Actually, we went to uh, Cloudwater, and we our, our group briefly met. Yeah, yeah, we bumped into you there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Funny that we uh, (laughs) were at Unit Nine on a otherwise kind of you know unbecoming kind of industrial estate is is where where you can find some great Uh kind of water beers. Interestingly, this year um, I don't know if this has always been the case or whether it was just for that weekend that they had two cask beers. They uh, did. They did on the ground floor where all the merch is. Because we, I had um, a beer called Invention and Other Tools, which was the which was a new New Zealand pale, which was on cask, and there was another one, wasn't there? 
Um, yeah, I can't remember what the other through one Through a sparkler as well. Of obvs. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but of, but of course. But yeah. of course. Um, um, so that was a New Zealand Cascade hopped cask pale. So they brewed it exclusively as a cask beer. Nice one. Yeah, that was so, good. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we kind of went up to Cloudwater. We made sure that we got up there before the Friday daytime session of Indie Man was kicking out. So, so you, was... you were fresher than us when we arrived. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's pretty much our starting point for Friday. Yeah. Uh, and so there was still some quite a bit of space there by the time we turned up. Um, mm-hmm. It was nice to meet up with the Sheffield Hopcast guys there. Um, we met up with James we did. We and did. Adam and the elusive Sean um, for for a short while. Um, and so it was good to catch up with those guys. We hadn't seen them since Peak Ender. We did. Um, well, we did. I mean, we did have the joke though because. Um, we were talking to James about you, Charles, and it was like, he said, I've never met Charles. Does he, he exist? He exist. He does mm. exist. He literally left Cloudwater Tap Room. Five minutes before you rocked Five up. Five minutes before you rocked up. <laughs> so he still doesn't believe I exist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if although, I exist. Although, yeah. then we, that's why we, I, she grabbed Adam, bless him, who was in the middle of chatting to a load of other people and went, come and have your photo taken with this person. He was just like, what's going on? Who's this? To prove that you exist. So. Yeah, you that, was quite, that was quite yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It was a good catch up with those guys. The, yeah. yeah um, so basically, uh, Cloudwater were doing a tap takeover, weren't they? It was a, that was it. It was a Southern California showcase. So they had good friends of life, Cloudwater Brewery was Bagby Beer Co. Yep. Um, and Jeff Bagby's Brewery. And also Green Cheek, who were at Friends and Family uh, back in March. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I had a couple from them um, when we were there, both there. Yeah. And uh, more West Coast leaning styles, definitely being on the West Coast. Yeah, because the other um, third brewery they were showcasing was Modern Times as well. That's uh, right. I didn't try any Modern Times, did you? Yeah, I did. Um, basically, it was very much these American, obviously, yeah. as you'd expect, the Californian breweries uh, doing very much West Coast IPA yeah. styles. Um, I tried the Bagby, What a Time to Be Alive. I tried the Modern I Times, had that as well, Blazing yeah. World. Yeah. But for me, the standout was the Green Cheek, Happily Deceased. Yes, that was That was brilliant. stunning West Coast. Seven point, it was 7.3%, yeah. uh, West Coast IPA, Mosaic Nelson. Yeah, I mean, it was just... Brilliant. That was that was the pick of the bunch for me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, brilliant. It was, it was really good. Um, See, I um, mostly stuck on the Cloudwater while I was there. Although I did have the Modern Times Orderville, but I went Modern Times Orderville, and then I went on to the Cloudwater Five Good Lots. And if I'm honest, I preferred the Cloudwater Five Good Lots than I did the. Did uh, you? The, yeah. That's one of their single hop uh, single that hop Montreuxer, isn't it? That one. Yeah, and um, so. Yeah. It, it 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 brings us on to that controversial subject. The dipper is hitting home. The eight and a half percent is what, boozy. Yeah. The controversial subject of are these hyped beers as hyped American beers? Are they as good or better than the the UK ones? Well, but. I think the thing about these uh, West Coast ones is right. There's not many British breweries really going out and out and doing the classic West Coast mm. style at the moment. No. So these don't have a, a real kind of UK brewery to compare to, do they? Your Bagby and your, your Green Cheek kind of stuff. Yeah? I suppose that's... Yeah, and I, and thinking about it, even with the UK West Coast-styled beers, mm-hmm. I'll all, I don't like a lot of those anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. so... Probably the one person to judge. Yeah, the yeah, style yeah, of all the beers, um, but... Yeah. 
but I thought what I tried as I say was 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 great um yeah. I mean you know digressing slightly but obviously we're drinking Finback now um these are more kind of New Englandy kind of we've styles. gone east yeah and they are they are bloody good but you get into this whole thing of like well are they as good as Verdant? Well, yeah, I'd say they're easily as good as Verdant or Dea or stuff like that. Are they better? Depends from beer to beer, I think, a little bit. And you can't not factor in, uh, really, the, the unavailability of them and the whole FOMO thing, mm. the pricing thing, and all of that kind of thing creates this niche where you've got to have it, you've got to try it. Um, but, you know, if you were blind tasting these against some of the best that the UK has to offer, are they that much better? Hard to say. Down to the individual. Yeah, but then equally, so you can flip it on its head then and go, okay, these are good because they're the US ones and they've, you know, they've got the fresher hops and the hops haven't had to travel and blood, you know, all of that kind of thing and whatever. Um, But obviously then they have to travel over to us. Yeah. Which gives it a bit of the... uh, um, oh my God, they must be better because they're uh, they've come from you know. It's just the unavailability but thing, isn't it? Really, a little bit. Um, does it make it, it that, to it? Yeah, but now, but does it make it that it's like actually okay if we can't get these US hops, it doesn't matter because actually we've got some breweries. I think on the our, gap is closed. On, yeah, we've got I breweries that, on home soil mm. that can brew just as good. That you can drink anyway, and it's hopefully, the ga- yeah. The gap is closing now. I think a few years back it would have been massive, but the thing is, always it's like the cost factor of getting hold of these beers and getting hold of them, you know, where, where do you source them? But the other factor is, of course, inevitably, a lot of people are probably drinking them not at their best. You know, if you find mm. some of this stuff or you whatever, you know, it's not going. We are drinking this Finback stuff super fresh, mm-hmm. and it's what we keep we've said all along, isn't yeah. It? Yeah, this is really, really. Good. It's not six months, nine months mm. out of date. It's not. Hopefully, it's been pretty much cold chained the whole way, and so it's that's no, absolutely. well. And yeah, I know these cans came straight out of um, Glasshouse's cold store when they brought them out. There was straight out of Sturch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was, there was, uh, you know, there was a time. It was five thirty p.m. yesterday. The cans are going on sale, and then almost ceremoniously, these like you know big trays of, of cans all came out of the cold store and they were freezing cold <laughs> yeah. when they came out. And it's, it's, but that's how the beer should be looked after. You know, you think that's been cold chained pretty much end to end, mm-hmm. you know, apart from the hour that it took us to get home. Uh, been refrigerated. <laughs> you didn't I have know. a chilling unit in your car? <laughs> no. Well, on the train. I don't know if there's oh, On the train, on. sorry, you didn't drive, did you? No, I, no, did, no. I drove up. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. moving on. Uh, yeah, we were talking about Friday night, weren't we? So, yeah, we did Cloudwater Tap Room. So, we then went our separate ways. Yes. Yeah. So, where did you head off to? We went to Track. I really, because yeah. Track, as you know, is just around the corner and it's. Uh, In their new location. New location. Um, pretty close to where they were before, but um, they're actually up uh, quite a few flights of stairs. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's um, like a mill building, isn't it? It is. And uh, there's another brewery that's on. Top Squawk, of them, Squawk, Squawk, think, yeah. Squawk are above them, um, but yeah, we we went up to the build, up to where they are and um, spent a bit of time in there. It was really good. Uh, went uh, they had some of they had the collab beers on um, that track did. So they had another half um, collab and also mm. Finback collab on keg. 
uh, which were, I tried the other half one. I didn't get to try the Finbat one, but the, the other half one was lovely. Um, there was Sonoma in Cannes. So I, I had to buy a couple of cans while I was there. <laughs> on and, cask as well. Uh, Actually, it was the only cask beer that they had there. Was there cask on a Friday? I don't well, remember. Well, it was that. on the Saturday. Maybe it was. Because it was my first beer in there. Perhaps I just wasn't in the mood for cask. I had some cask at Cloudwater and then I was cast out for the day. <laughs> Um, you, can, you can only cope with so much cask. That's <laughs> right, that's right. And then I finished up with a, with a can um, called Baco, which was a coffee stout with Ooh, coconut. You yes, had that, didn't I you? had that one, yes. Yeah. Which I quite yeah. enjoyed. Um, it was. I think I literally had one of the last cans in the fridge right. of that I batch. I think it, so. was on it was on tap, tap when, when on we Saturday, were in there on the Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee coconut stout. It yeah. was lovely. Yeah. Real nice I way think, I think Track have, have made a really nice tap room mm. there. Really good Plenty space. Plenty of space. They've got some merch in there. They've got cold cans in the fridge. They've got a fair few keg lines in there. And when we were in on the Saturday, it had a um, just the one um, hand pull for um, Sonoma on, mm. on cask. And just, you know, once you've made it up all those bloody stairs... <laughs> You're rewarded with some amazing beer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, Sonoma really in the nice can is, and yeah. in the can has really sort of turned out great. Um, tasted lovely. We shared a can in the tap room. Um, mm. Tasted as good as I remember it. Yeah. It seems to be one of those beers that just works in any format. That's true, whether yeah. Whether it's bottle, whether it's cask, keg, and now, yeah. ca- and now can, finally. Yeah. Um, it's still as good as it ever was, so... yeah. Same as it ever yeah. was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, um, we went off to Bundo. Well, so you we got the munchies and yeah. left Well, us. We'd, we'd kind of got booked in there, hadn't we? Ah. Um, so we knew that we had a table there, which can be horrendous for getting a table on, on um, Indie Man weekend. But we, we got in there. I, th- I think we basically, it was all about the food in there. Um, because they were so busy, we had a uh, like a set time. It was like we had seven o'clock, Got to be off the table by 8.30 sort of thing. So we basically were pretty much in there, had a beer or two and some great, great food. And then Did we, you have the fries, the okra fries? No, 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 no. Vadapav, no. all the way. No, you know, bell the bell puree. Yeah. Oh, it's all about the bell yeah. Yeah. Oh, Now I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, yeah, Sorry, we, uh, we're a beer podcast, not a, uh, not a food <laughs> bundo. Podcast. Yeah, okay. um, yeah <laughs> bundo though, if you're listening. You probably ain't, but you know, open in Brom, please. Um, so, or Leamington. Yeah. yeah. Or Lem, yeah. Oh, like that's going to happen. Um, and so after we went there, we went to uh, the Northern Monk Refectory, um, their Manchester branch, mm-hmm. and um, had a couple of beers in there. Had Faith on cask, sparkled, obvs. Uh, and then we finished off as a nightcap. We had Stranic. The uh, part of their um, impy stout. Is that the Russian range. imperial stout? Yeah, we had the sticky toffee version, but this time I'd never had the one before that is uh, bourbon barrel aged. Ooh. And that was 10% and just spot on. Absolutely cool. spot Sounds on. really good. It was a good nightcap. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was. Um, that was the Friday done, that really. Was the Friday it? done, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we covered yeah. the, the, the Saturday session or whatever. And we, um, we went off. Saturday, you didn't do Indie Man, did we you? We didn't do Indie Man. We had a bit of a break. We had a day's break in between. Well, I did, and um, yeah, we decided to hit up some of the some of the sort of fringe events and go some places that we hadn't really been before. So we were we booked an Airbnb, which was a shared sort of flat, um, which was kind of south of the city centre. Moss side? Um, it was actually Moss side. So it was I'm actually. I'm sure it's, uh, has Moss side been gentrified now. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, it yeah. was it was quite far out. Um, we decided to walk uh, from the flat to Marble Arch. 
seemed a logical thing to do. Which is North Manchester. Which is North Manchester. Yeah. Uh, I looked on Google Maps. It told me it was going to be about 45 minutes. Uh, the people in our group didn't believe that it was 45 <laughs> minutes, but it was, and a bit more. Um, and yeah, that's we, over two miles, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's well over two miles. Two, yeah, yeah. two point eight miles. I think, right, okay. I think it was. Okay, that's a bit of a hike. Um, but when we got there, we were definitely thirsty. Despite a few drinks the night before, we were definitely ready to yep. get back on the drinking sort of uh, thing. And yep. uh, first beer, of course, pint on cask. A pint of pint on cask, yep. and uh, with a nice kind of head on it. Yeah, um, was incredibly good. And yeah, we, we found a little sort of spot to sit in and pretty much camp there for three or four hours, just yeah, just chilling, idling time away, drinking a few really nice beers, um, had some nice food there as well. Um, Is that just, sort of traditional pub kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, it's pub, pub grub. Yeah. Um, so we, we had, I mean, I we've all had, I think we all had a, the burger, the marble burger, mm. which was with a really nice sort of barbecue sauce. Um, yeah, now we're going back onto the food thing again. <laughs> yeah, but, it was, with that. but it really went well with with the beer. Um, yeah. And I, so I had, I probably, only, I think I had three different beers while I was there for the for a few hours. It was just you know taking our time. Yeah, we had pints. Uh, yeah. We had a West Coast Pale, okay, called Cross Collar, okay. which was again was on cast, which was I thought was beautiful. Yeah, um, had Marble Stout, which I'd never had before. Uh, okay, on cast, which was again beautiful, really yeah. good condition. And we ended up with Earl Grey, Earl Grey, Earl Grey, Earl Grey, Earl Grey IPA, which was again was on cast. Yeah, I've had that a bit before. And, yeah, uh, uh, that was tasting really good as well. Yeah, it's uh, a classic pub, isn't it? It's a classic Manchester yeah, pub. Yeah, it's got a great feel to it. It's it, it's kept a lot of even though they've modernised the sort of there's a back area with it with the, where the open plan kitchen is and some seating. That mm. bit seems to be very modern and renovated, but the actual. Front main bit, frame yeah. of the pub is still very traditional yeah. Um, yeah. and it still has a lot of the features that probably have been there since whenever I'm like yeah. you know, since it began really the pub well yeah I mean it's on a slope as well which is right. interesting okay yeah well, I mean the whole pub is on a slope yeah the bar area is on a slope and you, you sort of go from top to bottom ah. and it's ever so slight you don't sort of realise and you sort of go oh yeah there's a bit of a slope there yeah but we were at the top of the slope yeah and then oh, we roll, roll okay. down to get our beers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice one. I was say, yeah. Is it one of those where it's just like, hold on, am I a bit drunk or is this no? Actually, is this of, room actually yeah. this shape? Yes, it yeah. is. It's not just um, you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those uh, legendary places. I've not been to. It's yeah. iconic. It's yeah. iconic. Um, but I think we're going to be there in December as part of the uh, beer o'clock show. Uh, Hoppinians Crimbo Crawl. I think that's the first port of call, so uh, yeah. we'll be checking it out there. And from the sound of it, you will not regret looking it. Looking forward to it, yeah. You definitely won't regret it. So, yeah, we, we spent several hours in there, just kind of, yeah, four hours. Didn't really realise the time. Oh, it's five, six o'clock. Where yeah. are we going to go? Um, we had a look on the map because obviously the, the Indie Man app has got a, had a sort of map of the events. Oh, the fringe events, yeah. The fringe events. Um, so we actually decided to go to the Pilcrow. So we walked across to the Pilcrow pub. And not it too was far, a, is it? Yeah. Not too far away. Um, probably 10, maybe 15 minutes. It wasn't very far. And it was a Colonel tap takeover. Nice one. So that gripped me straight away when I heard yep. it was a Colonel tap takeover. Yep. So, yeah, that was, it was busy. Um, it was, it was good. Again, very sort of um, 
the music was quite loud in there. Um, sounding old now, but it was. Um, no, I'm totally with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a bit of background noise, but we had a few of the Colonel beers. I had dry stout mosaic on keg, which was delicious. Um, also had, yeah, we tried one of the IPAs as well. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that. Well, probably weren't, we weren't there for that long because um, we want to go to a couple of other places. And we went to Northern Monk. Yeah. Went to the refectory. Oh, which yeah. were where we were the night before, yeah. So they had a Gamma tap takeover, from oh, what okay. I remember, Gamma Brewing, uh, which are sort of, again, a, a brewery which we're seeing quite a bit more of in the UK. Mm. Uh, a Danish brewery, sort of very specialising in sort of hazy IPAs and, and, and amongst other things. Um, I did try a session IPA there and tried Striding Edge as well. Wow. On keg, which was tasting really oh, good. good, good. Yeah, like pints of striding edge, two point eight percent. Two point eight. Yeah, yeah. You, you could session that no problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, we the last place we went to was um, Cafe Beer Moth, where we bumped into. Well, I bumped into you two. Yeah, yeah. and without enough, knowing that you were in there. Yeah, that's right. I was and soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> raining uh, heavily. Outside, yeah. Funnily enough, it was Manchester and it was raining. It was raining. Well, that's where we ended up on Saturday night after we'd been. Um, so we did track. We did track. We did track on Saturday night, and, and it's the, every um, bit as good as you were just saying. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. our Saturday night post indie man thing. We yeah. had the the bit the, I think again it was partly the. Um, a little bit of the whole thing of um, mm-hmm. drinking all day in, in, in Indie Man. And then it's like, oh, yeah, well, let's go on to another pub with, with lots of people. And it's like, oh, do I want any more beer? And But uh, at least out. there they'd got their um, free and easy pale ale. At, um, I don't know if you had that, the 4.2%. Uh, that was going down really well. That was track. track. Oh, that was track. That was a track. I didn't get to try and that. that was, uh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, um, I was just straight on the Sonoma. So, yeah, but, we, yeah. Didn't, yeah. Um, we didn't... Uh, we just had a couple in there, didn't we? But again, met up with the. We carried on meeting up. We met up with the, another uh, podcasting you, YouTubers. At oh, track. oh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. track. Yeah, Rob you. from Hopzine and yeah. his pals were, were turned up there as well. So yeah. uh, we bumped into those guys so. again. Had a good catch up again. And then everybody kind of did their. Everybody went their separate, separate ways. ways. So we just Simon said, suddenly went. Oh, I've got the munchies again. So we ended up at Cafe Beer Moth because uh, they do a cheese great board. meat and cheese. Oh, we're talking about food again. <laughs> uh, where they do great uh, meat and cheese platters there so we kind of went there with the intention of let's just get a half we'll get a meat and cheese platter and then you know what it's been a long old day let's We're call quite it happy a day what actually happened was sat there meat and cheese platter then i started getting dms from men behaving badly podcast check them out people um and uh they were like yeah yeah we're five minutes away we're like all right we'll, the east we'll coast the then. east coast brethren are, 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 <laughs> are, are around yeah and so um so basically we um so we, we hung around and uh, met with them and was it was great to catch up with them and yeah. had, had a beer with those guys and uh, yeah you rocked up then uh, looking like a drenched rat <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. yeah again it was one of those where we were like okay nearly at the bottom of the, the glass again and it's like time oh, we to might go be going in a minute and then suddenly you appear hey. like, so then we're like <laughs> hey let's yeah. all have another beer so <laughs> then we dived into having verdant safety flares oh, that which was, was delicious yeah. spot on wasn't that, it that was amazing um, and, and a great way to kind of uh, round out a day actually yeah, yeah. so um, <laughs> but yeah going from the two of us kind of doing the um, on the Saturday night going yeah, we're all right. We're back at the we're hotel by nine o'clock. That's fine. We're, we're, we're done. quite happy. We've had a all good day. Tea, you know, blah, 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 nope. all that. <laughs> and suddenly it's like, 
Okay, well, that meet up with um, uh, the men behaving badly, guys, and then it was like, mm-hmm. okay, got to about ten, half ten. It's like, okay, we could nearly done then, and then you rock up, and then yeah, suddenly it's like half eleven before we're back in. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Sunday we were just heading home, so it was all good. It was all good. Whereas know? I had Whereas one more session to go. You had one more session to go, and we, we like, stayed after you went and had a few more. So go. safety flares wasn't enough for you to end on. You had to carry on with more. So yeah, the safety flares didn't save me. Does that mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, safety flares. Yeah, they didn't go off. Um, yeah. That almost worked. Yeah. Sort, sort of. of yeah. <laughs> you, you sort of know what I meant, but yeah. didn't. Um, yeah. So where did so, you yeah. go after that? Then you went to or just stayed, stayed at Beamoff, oh, just, just carried on drinking safety <laughs> flares until <laughs> somebody said no more, and we walked out. I tell you what, I love Cafe Beamoff. I think it's a great little it's space. classy, classy space. You know, it's never totally really rammed as well. Maybe it's because it's so bloody hard to find. You know, you it's always come at it from a different point every single time and every yeah, the, the, time the, you get lost never google map it, it. Kind of <laughs> because it says it is well, if you google it you see that street you then have to walk all the way around the building google maps just doesn't like the location no no you, you um, just have to know where it is roughly so however many the... times you go there you always end up doing a complete circuit of that building before you actually find it and then you go oh there it is yeah. and it's like you said it's like but it's, it's not a small all... place it's not no. you don't just sort of like oh bump into it there it is it's, it's there it's big it's but hard to miss most of the time we always turn up there and it's dark so I think that doesn't yeah. help you get your bearings yeah. and probably because it's Manchester it's always raining so you're you know got a brolly covering your face it is or a always cap or raining something or a, Manchester <laughs> so much to answer for um, so, yeah, so yeah just a shout out actually uh, also to again St Mars of the Desert because when we first rocked up at Cafe Beermoth I had their Belgian Pale Ale Smart Squad uh, really, really good. Uh, up there with Taras Bulba, actually, as as one of my favourite Belgian pails. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really, really High good. High praise. We need yeah, to get yeah. them. We need to feature some of their beers, maybe. Indeed. Um, yeah, they're Maybe canning now, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. So cool. maybe that's a thing for the future pod. Um, mm. So, yeah. So that was pretty much um, our that indie man was, and was that, all really, the fringe it? events. So we're getting perilously close to running out of beer here. So yeah, um, let's get low. that sorted. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We seem to have another beer in front of us that Yay. this time has come in a big glass bottle. We've also got quite big pours. We've been sort of <laughs> yeah. sharing small cans. We've, we've, got a, we've got a big sharing bottle now. Yeah. Um, by... A brewery that we know pretty well. Yep. Day of Brewing Company Yay. from Cheltenham. Cheltenham. So this is a bottle of their first ever mixed fermentation ale. Six and a half percent ABV. Uh, it's a mix. The description on the bottle, so it's called Blend One. Um, it's a mixed fermentation ale with elderflower. So this was a initially a taproom only release. So I did. Go, I went down there and picked this up because. Just because it was, <laughs> just because it was available, because it was available. Um, it's very local. And, yeah. yeah. So Ben One sees a light pale ale based, uh, a sorry pale ale base aged in red wine barrels with a variety of yeast and bacteria over an extended period of time. This blend was then primed with elderflower syrup made with elderflowers local to the brewery, um, and yeah, they're pretty excited to release their first ever bottle mm. so we've poured it out and it was a real sort of fizzy hissy fizzy sort of head that settled down very very quickly dissipated really quickly actually um, so there's actually no foam on it at all now so it's it's uh and yeah it's kind of like a light 
golden colour. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly hazy. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty. Like I can said, smell no. it out of the bottle. Yeah. Um, it's almost straight away. Very pungent. Yeah. But so no yeah, head to out. looking more like cider now than yeah, um, definitely. Beer, so. Check out the aroma. All right, cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that is powerful. Smells. I mean, have you had much things with elderflower in them before? Not I love massive. elderflower. Oh, so is like, that an elderflower cordial? Cordial. Yeah, yeah you can have it yeah. as a cordial. Yeah. Who yeah. makes it now? Um, no, I can't at the moment. It'll come to me. Not Robinsons or something. No, 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 no. Bit, bit better. Market. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't barley water. Um, yeah, I can't drink remember. it at Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do that thing where I might suddenly shout out the name while you yeah. got a mid like, sentence like in, in or a something. Yeah. kind of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is really, really aromatic uh, on the nose. It smells um, lovely on the nose. Yeah, I really quite like the the, the sort of the flavour. The, the I think smell. it's a little bit. You can tell it's kind of breaded. Um, yeah, there's a moderate sort of funky sort of yeah. smell um, that you get that you're picking up. But yeah, it's tucked in. Cheers. Mm. Again, there's a little bit with all the beers we've had tonight. Oh, that's good. The, the, Ooh. the difference between the nose and the my, the, and what I'm tasting is quite that's, interesting. It's so. really like it's really uh, vibrantly fruity. Yeah. With the elderflower yeah. and there's like a citrus, lemony, almost like lemon balm kind of lemon sort of rind. Yeah. Lemon rind sort of thing going on. Maybe there's a bit of a sort of a Bretty sort of funk at the I end. I think there's, there's gentle funk in this. Yeah, um, it's moderate. It's very, very. This would be very approachable for for someone that perhaps not into sort of gateway sour. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really sort. I of, think it's it's really uh, approachable. Um, yeah. Quite easy going for for a beer like this. I mean, maybe I'm saying that as somebody that's kind of drunk a lot of saison, but um, I find it. Not not too acidic. No, it's not too acidic. Um, Compared to yeah. a lot of traditional saisons, I shall say, this is more acidic than a traditional saison. I think personally, maybe slightly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's complex. I think there's a lot of layers of flavour there. Mm. Um, you know, you get the lemon rind thing. You get the elderflower, which is very prominent. Yeah, the hint Absolutely of the, the, the gentle kind of funkiness to it too. Um, it's very refreshing. It is refreshing. Yeah, I reckon that would pair well with with a lot of foods. Cheese. We're always talking about. <laughs> we're back on food again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No cheese board. <laughs> cheese board with this. Some kind of soft cheeses. Yeah. Um, a little bit of residual sort of murk at the bottom of the bottle. We'll find out. Hey, I'm it's top up time. Glad oh, I. Whoa. Top up. Oh, that was good. Wow, that was a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, um, I mean, big seven fifty mil bottle. Um, this was a um, available in the tap room, and was it on their web store? I think. No, this was just a tap room only, so there was not. So a you web, had to turn. You up had to go to the tap room to get it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there was quite a few few people there um, on the day of release. Was it like a queue in a kind of uh, US kind of can release it style? Wasn't a queue. Um, yeah. I didn't get there that especially early, so I, yeah. I got there quite late in the day. Um, so I'm sort of working, sort of yeah. around, not that far away. And uh, yeah, there was there were already people had gone in quite early and got their bottles because there was a two bottle limit right. allocation. Okay. Um, so you're allowed to get two two bottles per person, which obviously 
you know, help to sort of make 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 to be sure. To quite honest, I mean, you know, it's a it's a nice beer. It's it's, it's very nice, but two seven fifties, I think, is probably enough for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the I think with this sort of beer like this, it's nice to try. I always think it's quite nice to try it reasonably f- sort of fresh when yeah, the yeah. fruit fruit flavors are really oh, prominent. Keep one for aging. Yeah, keep one back because to see what what will happen, and I I think this will really kind of change and evolve, given it you know some time. I think, it, I think there'll be a bit more complexity from some of the wild sort of yeast strains, maybe. Yeah. But interesting size so. as well, though. It's like huge bottle. Yeah. Something that's kind of quite... Let's face it, even within the craft beer, sours and saisons and, and mixed firm beers are yeah. kind of quite niche anyway. And then also, could somebody... Yeah. In reality, really well, the, get through a whole seventy of this himself. It's a sharer. This is a sharing bottle. This this is a bottle that you have between three, like we are now. Yeah. Um, you've got pl- enough to kind of make a judgment on the beer. Yeah. Um, you're not gonna. You're not sort of getting too intox- intoxicated on the amount that we've got. So it no, just works out well. It's just you about know? right, really. Isn't it? It's a nice little sharing bottle for two or three people. Yeah, absolutely. So, is this so, the kind yeah. of beer that you could? Open it, put the cap back on, and then go no. back to it the next day. Uh, I think you I think, could, you know, but I, I don't I think, think the combination would have would have vanished. I don't think you're really doing the beer justice if you do that. I mean, no. you could. I'm sure people probably do, um, but I think you need to have it in the condition that it was intended I think it's to be. Sharing bottle, two or three people, one sitting. Yeah, I think. I'm, I'm, I, the, my question came from a kind of like. What, from the Portman um, from a, Group perspective? No, 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 <laughs> from, a, from the wine drinker's perspective mm. of, because I know some people do that with bottles of wine, they can yeah. open a bottle of wine, have one or two glasses out of it. And go back the next day. And then... Yeah, but the, wine isn't carbonated. No. You know, that, so that yeah. straight away you're going to lose carbonation with this yeah. if, you, if you have it uh, on a second day, no matter mm. what you do with it. Um, so whilst, whilst we sup on this and in, enjoy... Uh, this this Daya uh, blend one. Uh, just a couple of news items, really, that are kind of very much a, of a local concern. Um, first thing, um, there is a West Midlands Craft Beer Festival at Twisted Barrel uh, Tap House in Fargo Village in Coventry on the 9th of November. Um, this is an unusual, I guess, for the area in as much as this is um, an all-in ticket event. Interesting. Um, and basically the um, the brewery line there's two sessions actually there's a day session and an evening session mm-hmm. full lineup of breweries is Attic from Sturchley Burning Soul from Birmingham Jewelry Quarter Dig Bruco from Digbeth Fixed Wheel from out in the Black Country uh, Phones or Founds depending on your pronunciation also from Black Country uh, Glass House from Sturchley. I think we might have mentioned them once before. <laughs> have we? Uh, yeah, maybe. Who, who are they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Green Duck, also Black Country. Uh, Machinistas from Coventry and New Invention Brewery uh, from Warsaw, who I haven't tried any of their stuff yet. No, I've not tried any of their stuff yet. Um, so all of those guys are going to be there, obviously in addition to uh, Twisted Barrel uh, serving their own beers. Um with tickets. more breweries to be announced, did I um, hear that right? Or? I think that's the brewery announcements. Also, Beer Gonzo from Coventry are going to be pouring some crazy shit. So they're going to have their own there. bar there, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, um, cool. including thirteen percent impy stouts and stuff like that. So this say, is a uh, all in ticket. Surely for them, they're going to be doing all the uh, lambics and sours and stuff as well. I didn't see any lambics uh, on the list, but the list is already up there. So if you have a look on Facebook, you'll see the event details. But um, mm-hmm. all in ticket, uh, 9th of November. 
on a Saturday, so definitely worthwhile um, getting the train over from Brum uh, or anywhere else for that matter to, to check it out because it's, it's a real interesting event to, to be happening for the local scene and championing uh, West Midlands breweries. So, I mean, um, if you don't want to go for the beers, we're going to be there so you get to meet Beers Without Frontiers as well. There you the go. Pod fathers. Indeed. <laughs> so Pod Pod Sons. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely the Pod Sons. <laughs> we're Pod yeah. Sons, yeah. So that's that's one event happening. Uh the other thing happening is uh Machinistas, who we spoke to before, coming up for about a year ago now, I think, when we spoke to them gotcha, on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, they're doing a Meet the Brewer event at Beer Gonzo on the twenty third of January. Tickets available through Beer Gonzo website. And uh, they'll be talking you through uh, several of their of their beers. They specialise very much in kind of uh, a bit more niche styles and stuff. The beer list is up already. Uh, they've got an eight uh, percent double New England IPA uh, called Dancor Rhubarbia, uh, which is a seven percent Flanders Red aged on rhubarb and black currants. Uh, La Bouillard, well, uh, which well is four point four percent New England IPA. Uh, hey Ricky and 0.8% low ABV sour. Wow. That's pretty niche. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, the blend sour number and one. 0.8%. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is an 8.8% blend of rhubarbia with impy stout. And I was made for the stage a 10% choc, oh. raspberry, and rose imperial that stout. That does sound interesting. So, so some really interesting beers. That there's there's no run of the mill kind of IPAs going on here, really. Um, so yeah check that out as I say tickets available through the Beer Gonzo website uh, beergonzo.co.uk I think that is and you can see the availability of tickets on the website as well yeah, yeah. so, um, so you'll that's know. definitely one to, yeah. to watch out for definitely uh, hopefully we can make we'll it we'll be there hopefully yeah. Um, so yeah I think that pretty much kind of wraps up uh, our take on uh, our long and rambling take on Indie Man and all the fringe events uh so what are our final thoughts on the beers that we've had today obviously two fin back a day uh and a mystery blend, beer. number one and and the mystery beer um what are, what are we what are our thoughts um for me all of them have been great um i know that with this day uh, i can tell that it's a good beer but it's one of those things where i know that for me this kind of style this is going to for one being slightly crude but it's going to repeat on me all night i'm going to know about this beer all night now hashtag rennies are available yeah yep. it's going to be all the, uh, but that's more just because it's that's what this style of beer does for yeah. me rather than uh, it's being a, a bad beer or whatever sure but, yeah finback yeah i definitely enjoyed them but um excellent yeah excellent um charles what are your thoughts on what we've had so far i like them all that's good he's pleased yeah yeah they were all good um yeah i think the first fin back i preferred slightly to the second one the second one was a little bit more boozy as you said i think the first one was a bit more i think i I was hoping for yeah the sensory which was just a straight idea which was what was that as about 7.1 or 7.3 something like that i found that to be yeah. yeah better balanced beer yeah um the dipper was was nice but slightly one-dimensional with the the orange kind of coming through almost as like the only main flavour kind of thing really and like noticeably boozy. Um, so for me, uh, I'd, I'd say the Finback Sensory uh, was probably my favourite alongside this Daya, which I find to be really, very really pleasant, very very good. 
a uh, lot of definitely a sipping beer one to kind of spend some time over uh, unraveling think, the layers i think you could i think this would be would be lovely to drink in in a in a sort of a sunny warm environment outside as well absolutely it's got that really refreshing yeah, it's not really a winter beer it's is not it? a winter beer it's definitely a thirst quenching sort of beer it's summer evening outside summery, you say. Yeah. sat on a chair outside yeah. you know with watch, a cheese board with a <laughs> Cheese boards are optional, yeah. um, and just watching the world go by, I think yeah. that'd be really, really good. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah, we've had some good stuff. Pretty good shout. Had some Pretty good, good, good shout. Those yeah. beers. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks okay. for getting. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you've sort of managed uh, to stick with us through this long and rambling. You've done well uh, if you've kind of, stuck this far. You've got to this be honest. far. Yeah. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast so that new episodes will always appear in your podcast app. Please leave us a review as this really helps other people find us and we can hopefully climb the charts. Um, you know, it takes just seconds to, even if you don't want to write anything, if you just want to click on that five star kind of thing, because surely, you know, five stars, it's the only option. Um, but of course. You know, and then other people can find us. Uh, you can find us on all the usual socials, as they say. Um, and if you've got any requests for beers and breweries for us, to kind of feature in future or you want to be a guest yourself give us a shout in the meantime cheers, let's, uh, cheers everybody yeah. cheers Yay.